Welcome to Staying Healthy in an Unhealthy World. Here we'll be looking inside health barriers specifically for the healthcare worker. Why is it so difficult to self-care when you're the caregiver? We're going to take a look behind the walls of a large healthcare organization and talk with real folks about their health barriers with the goal of getting new, real-life perspectives and hopefully seeing more positive health changes. My name is Lacey Nelson, and I work for the employee wellness team at Norton Healthcare, a healthcare organization in Louisville, Kentucky, with over 18,000 employees. I've interacted with hundreds of our employees who deal with health concerns daily due to many different factors, so hopefully I can offer a unique insight to some of these topics. I obviously don't know everything, far from it, so for the sake of this podcast being informative and fun, we plan on hosting guests for each episode to help give further insight into varying topics that we'd like to cover. We'll even be switching up the host every now and then to allow you to meet other members of our employee wellness team and hear some of their insight and learn from their interactions as well. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Lacey Nelson, and I work for a large healthcare organization in Kentucky called Norton Healthcare. I work for the Employee Wellness Program, so pretty much our job is to help keep the employees healthy and well. Every now and then, we post on our company's intranet looking for success stories. So these are basically employees who have benefited from our program in some way, and we want to hear back about it. So this is how I met someone who we'll hear from today, Linda who has benefited in some way from our programming, and she's actually benefited in a couple different ways. So I'm excited to have her share her story today. Let's get right into it. So this is Linda, everybody. Linda, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. And Linda, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do for fun, and what do you do for Norton Healthcare? So I've been with Norton Healthcare for 10 years, and currently I'm the executive secretary to the system director of security, safety, and emergency preparedness. Nice. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Yeah. (laughs) I am a wife, a mother of three, and as of last June, a grandmother for the first time of a beautiful baby girl named Sophia. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been waiting for a long time for this, so I'm excited about that. So yeah, that's basically, I'm just a, you know, I'm just a mom and now a, a Mimi. Yeah. You shared with me that picture of your granddaughter and she's beautiful. Thank you. So like many others, you're involved in our employee wellness program. And what they do, what we do is we incentivize staying on track with certain health goals. So one of those might be getting an annual physical. Another might be staying on track with your preventative screenings. And you mentioned in your initial email to me that prior to working here for Norton, you were never really good about going to the doctor unless you had to, which I totally... I was the exact same way. So I'm glad something has kind of forced us into regular visits. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Like you went from not going at all unless you were sick to every year having yeah. to go, right? Well, and I think um, like a lot of parents and especially mothers, we're always going to do for others before we do for ourselves. So right. I mean, I made sure my children got to the doctor when they needed to and the dentist and all of that. But it was like you never made enough time for yourself mm-hmm. until I started working for Norton. And because they incentivize you to make sure that you go get your annual checkups, I'm like, well, why wouldn't I do that then? Right. And so I've been doing that for the last 10 years. And I found a great uh, primary care provider, which I've had for over 10 years, which is good as well to, you know, find somebody that you can stay with that knows you, knows your needs, knows what's going on. So I was happy that I started doing that. Mm-hmm. 
And that kind of gave you like a baseline. Like now, you know, you know, you started off somewhere. Now you can look at those numbers every year. Right. So you found out some surprising news during one of your physicals, a health outcome that you didn't expect. What was that outcome? So first, um, I, I've been pushing the lines of type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. And I finally, when COVID hit, um, crossed that line and started having to take medication for that. And so because of the In Good Health program, I was introduced to another program called Rx for Good Health. And now I'm able to get my diabetes medication basically for free, which That's is awesome. fabulous. Yeah. So that was one thing that I found out yeah. in a physical. So the the RX for Better Health program, this is something that Norton Healthcare provides that um, it offers. It's like a medication management program. So it offers free or discounted supplies or medication uh, for diabetes and also counseling with a pharmacist, with a nutritionist. So that was a program that's also kind of in the employee wellness realm that you were able to take advantage of based on your outcome, correct? Correct. Did you get to meet with the pharmacist and nutritionist, like talk with them? I have spoken to them. As a matter of fact, I have an appointment with them today. Oh, cool. Yeah, after this. That's what I'll be doing. But because of COVID, everything was over the phone, which was fine. That worked for me. But it was very helpful. Everybody in that program was extremely responsive, extremely helpful. I learned a lot. There's a lot to learn about diabetes when you have to. Mm -hmm. And getting the supplies through them is huge because before I figured out how to, before I found that program and I tried to get the supplies on my own, I wanted to fall over when I went to the pharmacy to get the prescription. And I have two types of insurance. Mm -hmm. So the fact that that still didn't help was alarming. So I'm very grateful for the Rx for Better Health program. Awesome. So another part in participating in the employee wellness program involves staying up to date on preventative screenings, right? So like mammograms, colonoscopies, things like that. And you had your annual mammogram in August 2021. Is that right? Correct. Okay. And then what were the findings for that? What happened there? After the initial mammogram, you get the uh, the email that says, you know, we'd like you to come back in for a second screening. We see something, you know, that we just want to take a look at. And honestly, I wasn't too worried about that. I've had that happen before. Mm-hmm. So I went back in. Matter of fact, I, I didn't even rush to make the appointment. And I didn't go back until September. I had mm-hmm. some other things going on. And so, but that was when while I was in there, they were like, okay, so we do see something and now we're going to need to do a biopsy. Yeah. And that's a little alarming. And uh, so they were doing an ultrasound when they. So so they did the mammogram first Mm -hmm. and then they were like, let's do an ultrasound. Uh And that's when they confirmed we really do see something. So we're going to need to schedule you for a biopsy. Okay. Yeah. And so I immediately scheduled that biopsy and I was lucky enough to get it the next day. Oh, such peace of mind. Yeah, like for sure. Uh, And then that only takes two days, but those were the longest two days of my life Mm -hmm. uh, to get the results on that. And as a matter of fact, oddly enough, in that two days, I was volunteering for the bike to beat cancer for the first time ever. And I thought to myself, how ironic would it be that this is the first time I'm volunteering for this, you know, program. And I end up finding afterwards that I actually do have cancer. I did have that thought, you know, over the weekend. And then by Monday, I got the results in my my chart, which confirmed that I actually did have breast cancer. So you got those results. um, And this was, was this during the time period that the results come first 
Yeah. And then you have to wait until, so you were Googling everything probably? Uh, Correct. Well, actually what happened is because I work for a healthcare organization, I have lots of nurse friends. Yeah. So the first thing I did was I screenshotted that information to a girlfriend of mine who sadly had just gone through the exact same diagnosis six months before me. Mm -hmm. And so she calls me back and she said, so how do you feel? And I'm like, what do you mean? How how do I feel? And she goes, you have cancer. And I, I, I kind of knew it, but I just needed somebody to tell me. Yeah. You know, but unfortunately, it's it was in the middle of a work day. And now I can't concentrate on anything, but I have cancer. So how did you feel when even though you kind of expected to hear that when she said those words. It might, you know, my heart just fell to the pit of my stomach. And I thought, how could this be happening? I just became a grandmother mm-hmm. two months before that. Like life was the best it could possibly be. You know, everything was so wonderful. And then to get news like that, you're just thinking, I, I can't believe it. This can't be happening. Like, and of course you think the worst. You can't mm-hmm. help but think the worst. And at that point, I didn't know how bad it was or which stage it was or what was going to happen. And you go through all the things. Am I going to lose my hair? Am I going to get sick? How do I tell my children? Yeah, I mean, there was so much going through my mind. And that's why being at work on a Monday getting this information in the middle of the day was so difficult because I couldn't concentrate on anything else. But I bet. what's going to happen now? So did you have any signs or symptoms leading up to that? None. Nothing. I, uh, My girlfriend, actually, that I, the other nurse that was diagnosed, she felt a lump. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel anything. And was it in a place that you could have felt it or was it eventually? Yeah. Yeah. Once it got bigger. Yeah. Once it got bigger. Um, I was lucky that once I was able to um, schedule an appointment with all the Norton Cancer Institute doctors and get a plan in place, I found out that it was, you know, stage one and it was the best possible type of cancer. And, you know, they had all the plans in place. They were like, if if you're going to get cancer, this is the one to get. And to find it so early like you did makes this easy. So if you hadn't gone in for your annual screening, you would wait until maybe next year. Maybe this year's too busy because of, you know, COVID or whatever's going on. Like, it could have been really bad. It could, well, and the funny thing about it is I did think the year before I wasn't going to go because of COVID. And mm-hmm. I went. And it, nothing was detected the year before. But I do feel that because I've gone to the same radiologist uh, for 10 years at Norton Pavilion Hospital, that it was really easy for them to see something that had changed because they had all of my records for the past 10 years. Right. And yeah, you know, those mammograms aren't fun. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it can be painful and it's awkward and it's, you know, it, you have to, it's just not fun. And I think a lot of women don't do it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have any cancer in my family, not breast cancer anyway. And so I wasn't particularly worried about it. But I just thought, Murphy's Law, if I don't go, mm-hmm. th- this might be the time. You know, I have to go. I cannot not go anymore. I've been doing it for 10 years. So now it's a habit. It's a good habit. So what was the course of action after that, after you found out? So after that, you meet with all of the doctors, the surgeons and the oncologists and the radiologists. It's Mm -hmm. kind of great the way that Norton does it because they have a team of people that know exactly what your 
care is going to be. And they're all in communication with each other. And that was half the battle of making me feel better. I just needed to have a plan. Mm -hmm. So the first plan was to have surgery to remove the lump. And luckily, I was able to get that done in October. So all of this was diagnosed in September. And by October, I had the surgery and the lump was gone. And then I just had to do some radiation after that. So Breast Cancer Awareness Month is when you had the Isn't that surgery. Crazy? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And oddly enough, there was another young lady in my office who was going through it as well. And it's funny how you don't hear about it until you start talking about it. And then all of the other people I knew in my life came out of the woodwork that I didn't even know some people that had the breast cancer and went through treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to tell everybody not because I wanted sympathy. I wanted everybody to know, look, it's important to get these screenings because had I not, who knows what would have happened Right. by the time I found it or a doctor found it. And I know everybody has different insurance, but like, you know, our insurance does cover one a year. And something that I think is important for people to do is be your own advocate and look into your insurance and what it covers. Because... For example, I'm not old enough. I I didn't think I was old enough to get a mammogram, but I figured I have family history. I might want to go earlier. I contacted insurance and they said, actually, you don't have to be 40 to start getting mammograms. You can go whenever. It's, you know, one per year is covered. And again, that's with the specific insurance that I have. But just looking into it, you know, I had I was going to put that off for five more years because I thought, no, not able to just yet. And I ended up having to have a biopsy as well. So just that peace of mind of actually this is covered, this is available to you. Why don't you look into it a little bit and, you know, be your own advocate? That's so awesome that you were able to catch it so early and they're able to be the grandma that you had always wanted to be. Yeah. Be there for your granddaughter. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people who might think maybe I'll put that off for another year or maybe I'll wait a couple more months? I know, especially when you're young, and I know I felt this way, now I'm 55 years old, so I have some experience now behind me. And you think, you know, nothing's ever going to happen to me. And thank goodness I I started doing these examinations, because if it wasn't for working for here, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have kept up on it. I just wouldn't have. But, you know, life's too short. It really is. And now that I have a grandchild and I have so much more, I want to be here as long as I possibly can. So uh, it's important to keep up on your regular, you know, see, get make sure that you have a doctor, get to know that doctor, let that doctor get to know you and do all of those annual physicals and exams, mammograms, colonoscopies. And when something doesn't feel right, don't just WebMD it, you know, go to your <laughs> doctor. You know, there's so many people I feel like, I've known in my life that sadly have passed on and really those things could have been prevented had they just gone to the doctor on a regular basis. Right. And not wait until you feel so horrible that you're going to the ER. And like you said before, like you didn't regularly go. I didn't either. Because in our minds, like, why would we if we're not sick, you know, but knowing what your normal is and being able to kind of like watch out for things before they get worse and before you actually end up in the hospital is so important. So I know we work in the same place and we engage in our employee health program. Some people listening to this might not work at the same place. You know, they could be 
anybody could be listening to this right now. So whoever you are, I implore you to become involved in your employer employer's health program. Um, if you don't have one in place, establish one. Talk to somebody about getting one started because we need to make sure everybody's up to date on those annual physicals, not only for ourselves, but for employers to minimize the time off work, to help the cost of insurance for your employees. There's so many benefits, mental health benefits. You know, it, we could go on forever, but becoming engaged in your in your employee wellness program, you know, some of these things might seem tedious and they might seem like a pain in the butt sometimes to have to go to these appointments, but it's really in the grand scheme of things. It's maybe one or two visits somewhere a year peace of mind and it could save your life just like it did yours. Right. 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 I mean, you do it for your cars and you do it for your kids. Why wouldn't you do it for yourself? Right. I especially I have some friends who um, their parents are not going to the doctors because, the, you know, they don't want to be a burden. They don't want they don't want somebody to have to take them. And it's crazy to me that you wouldn't want to just make sure, especially if you do have insurance. And some people don't want bad news. Yes. That's, which is like, yeah, like my, my mother was like that, you know, and she ended up having cancer as well. She's, thank God, still with us today. But she knew something was off and she just wasn't ready to get that news just yet. So, you know, if you think something is off, please go. Even if you don't think something is off, at least once a year, go to your annual checkup. Yeah. You know, please. It's yeah. there for you. I never would have known about the diabetes, which I know in combination with other things that couldn't come up can exacerbate, you know, a- another issue. Right. And my dad had type 2 diabetes. So when I found that out, I was devastated mm-hmm. because... I- yeah, I was just afraid of it. And I'm still working on, that's why I have my appointment with Rx, with yeah. the pharmacist today, because I'm still trying to find the right medication and balance on that. But if it wasn't for In Good Health, I wouldn't have known about Rx for better health. Mm-hmm. In Good Health really does a good job promoting all the programs. And we have a lot. Norton mm-hmm. Healthcare has a lot of benefits that you have no idea. And, and it is so much. So In Good Health helps us navigate through all of that with that department and with Wellness Champions, which I have been a, a wellness champion way before all of this happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to promote that because I think it's an excellent benefit to have. Yeah. Well, it was so nice getting to talk to you today, Linda. You Thank too, you so Lacey. much for sharing about your story. Hopefully this can help people who are on the fence about going to those annual appointments. I hope so. Go. Don't hesitate. Just go. Yes. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to Staying Healthy in an Unhealthy World. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us and continue fighting the good fight to stay healthy. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.